But uh, how are you, Mr. Benson? Well, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, uh, I come home tonight to find that someone, um, uh, one of our neighbours put on Witcher Spotted. Um, hi. I, had, I wonder if anyone knew of anyone with any dam, know, know where any damson trees are in Witchurch. Look at damsons. Right, yeah. Well, this year would have been my first bumper year of crop of damsons. Yeah. But my wife, in a good sort of will and sort of gesture, said, oh, yeah, we've got a damson tree. And she went and picked all of my damsons off my damson tree. Because they're quite hard to bloody come across, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so what? she picked every single one bar one damson and <laughs> took them over to a neighbour. And I was thinking, I was planning on doing some damson jam myself this year. Yeah. Bumper crop. But, oh, no, you know, no discussion, no anything. She just offloaded them like that. And I bet if you'd have asked your good lady wife to pick them for you, <laughs> they'd still be there <laughs> rotting and falling off. Yeah, she said, well, I didn't know you was going to do anything with them. I thought, well, pff, could have asked. Yeah, oh, dear. Best laid plans. So you'll have to go out and collect some slows. Do you know, I keep my eyes open for damson bushes or trees are they a tree or a bush it's a tree yeah it's true and uh you never see the bloody things uh, uh, but my sister knows where some are but uh she won't tell me for probably the same reason uh yeah it's because that... uh, people are out stuck because well, we picked a load of blackberries the other day but, uh, oh yeah i yeah. couldn't but couldn't believe it i was seething i bet you were <laughs> but i bet yeah, the perfect frame of mind to be reviewing a film then yeah, definitely, yeah. Bloody oof, It's just a communication, no lack of communication. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, well, you've got to, you've got to love the good lady wives. That's, that's all I can say. Oh, yeah, you're a promise. No, uh, no, 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 I'm sure I had a story to tell you about mine. I can't remember what it was now. Oh, uh, well. We had a bit of an argument the other night because I came back and the the puppy, uh, Nelly, had gone into the shed and um, pooped twice. And uh, I must have come down the shed and said, Christ's sake, there's crap everywhere in my shed. And Because uh, you see that you you put the puppy outside the back door, outside the, the, the sort of patio doors, and it's almost like watching somebody, that, you know, like a comical thing where you can see that person really needs a poop and they sort of tear across the garden with its little backside clenched together, forces its way into my shed and does a poo on the floor. And that seems to be its preferred spot. And and she, I think Sue must have heard me say, for Christ's sake, the dog's crapped in here. And uh, she said, no, it hasn't. I've been here all day and it's not been in your shed. And I said, well, it has. It can't have done. I've been here. We ended up having a, well, look, there's two turds in my bloody shed. Where did, well, if it wasn't the puppy, it must have been you. So come and sort it out. But uh, anyway. Well, well, to some of your sort of defense from your good lady, why isn't your shed door shut? Well, it, it, it's, uh, I don't know. Well, there's no excuse for that one, is there? No, it's, but. 
If you but, can't, uh, but have either of you two, have either of you lived through having puppies in the house? No, no. because it amazes me. Like the other day, uh, Nelly sort of just in the middle of the front room just did a tinkle. And Sue, Sue was like, oh, it's done a, she's done a little tinkle and sort of got up and started clearing it up. A couple of hours later, I was walking across the... the, the Please tell the me lounge. you're not going to say you did the same thing and she didn't have the same reaction. No, no. I had a cup of tea. and I can't remember what I kicked something. And I spilt a bit of the tea out of the cup. But you'd think I had peed on the floor, the reaction it got. Why, why have you done that? Oh, my God. You know, just get a tissue and wipe it up like you did for the puppy. Bloody hell. <laughs> My daughter's boyfriend actually sort of trod in dog shit unknowingly in the back garden the other day and decided to sort of walk through the whole of the house. Yeah, yeah. My dog uh, shit on his feet. My dad did that. He sort of came in the back door and he'd obviously, I don't know how, uh, I think it was out in the road. There's somebody um, where you get out of your car, right where you get out, uh, uh, put your foot on the floor. There's somebody um, that lets their dog poop on the sort of grass verge. And, and I'm, I'm narrowing it down to three possibilities at the moment. But um, oh, oh, big trouble, big yeah, trouble. Bloody will, I tell you, the bloody will. But he he uh, came in the house and walked, you know, in through the back door, across the lounge, round the kitchen, and there was a bloody footprint everywhere. And uh, you know, obviously he was mortified. And uh, I'll get down there and bloody well clear it up. But um, no, he couldn't because he got a bad back. But there you go. <laughs> I rubbed his nose. I rubbed his nose in it. He won't do it again. <laughs> so that, that's mine and um, Adam's stories. Rob, about yourself, have you had an eventful week? Anything to do with poo? <laughs> no, I had a cold from Tuesday to Friday, which just was uncomfortable and annoying, but not quite enough to stop me working. Um, had a big laugh that Adam's been either working or doing college work or at college the whole time and is knackered the whole time and complaining the world's unfair. That's been quite funny. Yeah, yeah, we've been been through that with uh, with Jack. Yeah, S- slowly, st- slowly starting to. I don't know, he's sat in the next room. I hope he's got his earphones on. But I think it's slowly starting to dawn on him the uh, the change in the world that, that he's not quite the centre anymore. In fact, he's spiralling out onto an arm a bit like the Milky Way, <laughs> quite insignificant. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's beginning to to realise that um, it's it's uh, tough at the top. But uh, yeah. there you go. Alan got a letter today, ask, uh, inviting him to join the workplace pension scheme. Oh, right, workplace pension scheme. I got, uh, I counted them. Last Friday was my birthday, and I got seven emails offering me um, uh, uh, cheap insurance for my funeral costs. <laughs> but, wow, that's brilliant. That's nice. That's true, isn't, nice, it? isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Did you get any, Rob, for your birthday, anything like that? It makes you think, Christ's sake, I'm not that old. No. No, all right, okay. Sorry. Well, surely, surely you must be. You must have had your invite for your forty-year-old MOT, Rob. The same to you, I think. Yeah. No, I had that a few years ago. Oh right. I thought you had it. I thought you had it at forty. Yeah, and I'm forty-three. Oh right. So you've had the finger at the bum then. Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Just saying, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So we've got quite a broad spectrum, 43, 49, and 53. So. 47. 
Rubbish. Adam, rubbish. 47. You've been fifth, 47 ever since I've known you, since <sighs> the bloody kids started playing football. So if I was born in 1974, what does that make me? Yeah, but anyone can say what year they're born in. Well, there you go, Adam. And you're what, 53? 50 bloody three, yeah. So yeah, you're six years my senior. God blimey. I know. Well, it, it, it need, I need to be some of the things you get up to. But um, but uh, <laughs> the bloody Smurfs too was that a joke? Uh, 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 suggesting Smurfs too. Well, you suggested Shrek the other week. It was just similar to that, wasn't it? No, Christ's sake! Shrek's a bloody classic. Yes, and but it- this is a film review thing, and it doesn't mean that we have to re- review all the same types of films. And it'd be good to sort of have a good sort of type of mix of sort of maybe children's films. Maybe sort of other films. Yeah, well, there are certain children. I'd rather eat my own nuts and fry them up than, than bloody well watch. Yeah, but Barry Norman did get, you know, the ch- choice of what films he reviewed. He just reviewed all the latest films that come out. Yeah. So, you, you know, you can't be picky and choosy like that, you know. That's maybe not what the listeners want to hear. Well, I'm sure they don't want to hear about bloody Smurfs. Well, you never know. There might be some people out there that are Smurf fanatics and sort of... Right. There might be people out there who'd be very happy to hear our language when describing the Smurfs. Well, yeah, I have a co- I have a collection of Smurfs. You don't? Yeah, I do. From from olden days, you just happened to. I was given them by my dad, but it was, yeah, like obviously they c- collected them with their petrol years ago and stuff like that, and I've got that sort of virtually a, a whole box full of Smurfs. <laughs> You sad little man. Collector's <laughs> items, Adam. Collector's <laughs> items. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. God's sake. But um, anyway, film review. Anyway, film. Yeah, we're chatting about. Uh, well, welcome back to back to the film. I think tonight we're going to be chatting about the 2004 film Man on Fire, and uh, this was your cho- choice, Blue. So yes, my away. second, my second choice because of uh, the language that was used when I mentioned the Smurfs. <laughs> I thought Rob's text pretty much summed it up when you said Smurfs too. I was drinking at the time, but I do feel that way still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm even now not allowed to choose my own films to watch. I'm being well, sure. yeah. It was later, to. later in the text messaging where you said, "Well, I've suggested one, so I can't think of one now." As if you'd had the hump because we wouldn't wouldn't watch the uh, Smurfs. I thought, "Oh my god." Is this how it's going to end? An argument about the Smurfs? I, I can honestly say that, <laughs> that recently I haven't been watching much TV stroke films. Right. Have you watched this one? Yeah, I watched this one. Oh, right. Thank God for that. Um, but, you know, it's because of the lack of not on the ball and watching it as much as I used to, perhaps, is why it was just, I just thought I look at what was on Netflix and. It come up and I thought I'd just go for that. And then you two just shouted me down. So basically this is not really my choice. It was a forced choice. I think um, Rob and I need to take a long hard look at ourselves for making you feel that way, Blue, because Yeah, um... but uh, uh, to be honest, if there, a, <laughs> if there was an HR department, I would have taken it to HR for bullying. <laughs> I would have then brought up the fact that I've seen a Smurf film once when I was a child and it still haunts me to this day. Well, there you go. Yeah. It, might, it might be a completely different experience. You would never know. Or it could have brought back memories of just being really freaked out by it. Or 
could could have brought back good memories of when you was a child. You never know. It just could have had a sort of adverse effect. No. Well, something I'll never find out. I'm not overly worried about it. Yeah. Well, that might be my next choice for the next time, and I'll say, no, we're watching it tough. And then I will do a blue where I don't actually quite manage to get a chance to watch it. Anyway, let's talk about Man on Fire. <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> so, yeah, Man on Fire. Well, basically, this is actually um, based... This is... Um, it's not a true story. It's based on a novel by... Is it AJ? Yeah, something Yeah, something like that. I think I've read, yeah. And there were several events where um, that inspired this film. Of mm. One of a Singaporean... Um, millionaire's grandchild got sort of taken and he refused to pay the ransom and then that child was killed and then there's another millionaire um i'm not too sure where he was from and his grandchild was sort of um hijacked and at first he refused to pay the ransom because he thought perhaps his grandson actually did it himself and it wasn't until his grandson's ear was sent to him in the post that he decided to pay half or a percentage of the £17 million ransom being asked. Um, and then five months after being hijacked, his grandson was then released. Um, but in all of that, they decided they didn't want to pay the ransom at first because they thought if they did, it then their other grandchildren and family might be at risk, so that's why they didn't want to pay it, and that's what inspired this film. Right. That's, yeah, yeah. This is and good. so basically it was based on a Denzel Washington, who was a washed-out um, CIA agent, agent yeah. who was um, hitting the bottle and sort of didn't think much about life and that sort of stuff. And then he was sort of um, by a ex-colleague was then encouraged to sort of go into becoming a bodyguard, stroked minder, and then he went into it. And this the child that he was looking after then sort of inspired him to sort of slowly get off the alcohol and turn his life around. Turn his life around, and then that child. Um, then got hijacked and he made it his mission to um, find out either find her or find out what happened. Yeah. He was going to find anyone that profited or anything to do with it. He was going to kill them, kill them all. That's what the mother told him to do. Yeah. So Um, starring Mickey Rourke in it, Mickey Rourke. um, What's his name? Walken. Christopher Walken. Yeah. Yep. Um, Dakota Fanning was the little girl, Pitta. Yep. She's grown up a bit now, hasn't she? She has. But what. I kept uh, calling her Pitta, but her name started with an L. Yeah, that's what I thought. But they called her Pitta. Yeah. yeah. Now, this, uh, I was going to come out of the come out of the corner and say that that's probably some of the best child acting that you'll see in a film by D- uh, Dakota Fanning. I think she's about seven years old when this film was made. And. and uh, because sometimes you get these kid actors that just irritate the crap out of you, don't they? And they sort of spoil a film. But she, I thought, well, I don't know about you two, but I thought she was bloody marvellous in this film. 
Yeah, I thought she was fine. I didn't think she was a spectacular. I didn't think there was anything wrong. It's not like some child actors, as you said, who you just want to throttle. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes it's not the actual the act, the kids' actors. It's the the way they're told to sort of act. Yeah. So mm. you can't just blame it on the child who's sort of doing the acting. It might be because of the way that it's been written. That's the way they are. But it's just that you get irritated by quite a lot of things. Um, who? Me, you, you say? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Uh, well, the other day I watched a film that got Oscars, and it stars, it was called The Room, and it's got Brie Larson in it. I think it's called The Room. And that's about a mum and a and a son that are abducted. And I was watching it, and I never finished it because I got to a point where I just wanted the child actor in that film to be beaten to death by their uh, uh, captor. Is that the one where they're kept in the shed and the child pretends they pretend to kill them? Yes, that's right. Yeah, have you seen it? That The, the one with that the boy in there. Uh, it just irritated the bloody hell out of me. You're either going to agree or say, no, you thought he was really good. <laughs> yeah, but then the dog peeing on the, doing a little pee on the floor irritates you or going into your shed irritates you or you need to let these things wash over you. I think you get sort of a bit too irate about too much. I think I've become quite placid recently, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah, I would say, I would agree. That's just you. You've got very quiet. Rob, you're still there? He had no comment. Rob? He's disappeared. It sounds, well, the thing says he's still there. This is a technical issue we've not had with uh, Rob before. Perhaps he's fallen off the chair? But I think I've got a message here. What does it say? He said he's had enough. He's going to go and watch Smurfs. Uh, it's good to watch the Smurfs. Rob, uh, are you coming back? He's done well, a think about it. We'll we'll carry on, and because uh, he's st- he's still there, looks live on my side. I haven't had a message from him as yet. But um, no, out of the uh, coming out of the corner, this film I thought was a film of two halves. Uh, I don't know if you'd agree with it. It spent a hell of a lot of time. Oh, no, he's disappeared. Well, he can rejoin, can't he? Uh, oh, he's coming back, isn't he? I yeah. can't. There you go. Oh, yes, you are. We can hear you. Sorry, yeah, yeah my daughter called and, and just everything stopped working. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, what were we saying? We were just, uh, uh, I was just saying, just story, come... story of two halves. You used, yeah, story of two, it was a film of two halves. It did a hell of a lot of uh, character building in the first half of the film, and then uh, a hell of a lot of violence in the second half of the film. Basically, sums it up, doesn't it? But, but, yeah. uh, I, I enjoyed it. I must admit, the first half of the film was, uh, was quite a slow burn, wasn't it? Yeah, but sometimes you've got to build up a story then, haven't you? You can't just sometimes just go full whack into it. Yeah, well, I suppose, because uh, Denzel Washington's now taken, he's got his sort of little franchise of the, um, is it The Equaliser? I think we reviewed Yeah, we did one of those, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, what have you. But the critics didn't like this film, did they? Uh, although it did well at the box office, they, they slated it because it was, uh, 
uh, they said it was too violent. I, I didn't think it was that violent. It was, yeah, I've seen a lot worse these days. I've seen a lot worse. I would slate it only for the camera work where they kept doing all the flickering ske- screens. Yes. Overlay. I thought that took a lot away from the film itself. Yes, I, I was going to mention that as well. So that, uh, that's something that Tony Scott it, it was was quite renowned for, wasn't it? Sort of overlaying yeah. different pictures and things like that, and and jumping around with the camera. It was quite, uh, um, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't like that much either. I must admit. Yeah, I yeah no, no, I didn't like it either. I was just going to say that. <laughs> really? <laughs> you beat me to it. There was one part. One part in the film. When um, uh, cause Sue and I watched it together last night, and we both laughed because uh, you know he catches a policeman and uh, sort of uh, sort of Tape. velcro, tapes his hands to the steering wheel. Oh and yeah, chops up a couple of fingers and burns him with a cigarette lighter and all that sort of thing. Pushes the car down a slope, and yet the car lands in the middle of a football pitch, basically, doesn't it? With all those kids uh, playing football around it, and and. Uh, when the police are sort of looking at the car, which is landed upside down, they're nowhere near a cliff or anything like that or what have you. But uh, that was just me laughing. But there you go. A little bit of artistic license there to make it more dramatic. Yeah, to make it a bit more dramatic. But um, but uh, no, I what, old uh, Mickey Rourke in this film. This is just as he was starting. Do you know any other Mickey Rourke films? I think the main one I know isn't it. Um, Angel Eyes or something like that. Uh, I know he's been in um, uh, what's those one Sin City and that sort of thing where he looks like a complete uh, freak, doesn't he? But um, when he did that, uh, um, is it Angel Eyes? He was he, he was going to be the next big uh, up and coming actor, young sort of handsome chap. But this is right on the cusp of him starting all his plastic surgery. Have you seen him recently? No, he looks like bloody no- you know nothing on earth, quite frankly. But uh, he's really. Uh, well, I suppose it's like tattoos, isn't it? Sometimes people get addicted to it, and then they just got to keep on doing it. I mean, look at sort of um, oh Simon Cow. Yeah, I suppose his features have changed a bit, haven't they? Yeah, recently. And then look at all these sort of young, sort of attractive women that sort of get their lips blown up. I can't. I can't understand that. that why? 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 young ladies are obsessed with that at the moment quite frankly because it seems like is the, the the just trying to go bigger and bigger and bigger it looks i think it looks bloody awful but there you go yeah i personally agree i, I think it does look awful um if your daughters said that they were going to have uh plastic surgery what would your reaction be what do you mean after i laugh yeah yeah i think that's what i'd do well, I wouldn't. I suppose I wouldn't laugh because I suppose it could be quite serious, could it? They might have a they might have a reason for it that they feel that they need. Uh, to... Yeah, all right. If, if they, but just just for purely you know looks to go and get is it gelatine whatever it is pumped into their lips or something, I'd have to say no. You're not doing that because it's not reversible, is it? No. Once they do it, no. Because you do you remember the actress um when uh, Leslie Ash? Yeah, she was. Yes. She, yeah, she really beggared her career up, didn't she, afterwards? Well, there was yeah. that one on the news today, wasn't there? Evangelista or something like that, how she's been hiding in a public um, you know, site for three or four years because she messed up a cosmetic procedure. 
Oh yeah, that, 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 uh, she was a top dog um, uh, model, wasn't she back at yeah. back in the day? Yeah, she's uh, really sort of done herself a mischief with it all. So is that, that Leslie what's her name? She she still got massive lips then, like she had them when she had it done. Yes, I think I believe so. Yeah, because I, th- I think unfortunately for her, uh, she tried to have uh, have it corrected and it uh, made it even worse. But I think um, back when she had it done, I, I don't think. I'm not sure how stringent things are with it when it comes to plastic surgery now, but um, you know they, they were injecting people with all sorts of bloody stuff, weren't they? And and uh, she reacted to it, and it really disfigured her poor poor. Because she, right, she was in Men Behaving Badly, wasn't she? And she was quite uh, quite attractive, wasn't she? But yeah. uh, but uh, not saying she's unattractive now, but she's slightly just you know, messed up with the lips and whatever. Yeah, I think only that sort of stuff. Well, she's... You always got to think to yourself what they're going to like when they're older. That's right. What if your daughters wanted tattoos? I know we're going off topic here. I, I'm all right. My daughter's terrified of needles. Yeah. Um, well, I, I wouldn't have too much of a problem with it. I don't think I'd uh, want want. Uh... I, I think, to be honest with you, you, you can sort of uh, personally, it's to everyone's personal sort of choice. Mm. Um. I would sort of prefer it perhaps if it was somewhere where it could be covered up. Yeah. Um, I think perhaps maybe having it on your neck or your sort of places that sort of on full show, then maybe that's a bit different. But, you know, your, your arms, your sort of your back and your sort of that sort of stuff, not too much, not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes I think about that. I think actually you've got plenty of other things to worry about when it comes to uh, your daughters these days. Uh, the tattoo would be at least your bloody worries, wouldn't it? With uh, yeah, all the all the things going on in the world. Yeah, well, talking about all the things going on in the world. Back to the film. Back to the oh, film. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Yeah. So, How do you think things? Well, do you think things were that bad in Mexico? I mean, they kept putting up the figures about people being abducted every hour and things like that. Well, was it true? Or? Oh, apparently it is because a yeah. sort of like mutual friend of ours, or or the mum that um that we know, uh, she's been to uh, Mexico and she had to have um pay for for uh, security guards the whole time she was there because uh, being a Westerner, she would have been sort of prime target for a for a you know, snatch and grab or whatever they call it. Oh, we went and I couldn't believe it. You could buy um TNT. Where we went, we went to um, just across the border from the states, Tijuana or something like that. Is it called? Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't believe it. You could actually buy TNT on the street. I know it's it's amazing what is out there. uh, I think we're so lucky in this country that we have the strict gun laws and and all that sort of thing that we do have because we well we're just so really really lucky. Because I went to um, but well, uh, Bosnia, uh, Yugoslavia, and what have you, and they had a market, and they had bloody Kalashnikovs and pistols, and God knows what, just all out on a on a bench like you would find it at a car boot sale down in Whitchurch. But one of them was a gun store, basically, and the Christ Almighty! But then, and then again, in America, our local co-op would probably have a gun rack in the corner and and shells and god knows what wouldn't it so i think we are lucky in this country not to not to have the the gun availability like they do out there 
And it's got to be playing some part into the fact there's less gun crime. It's got... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we all stab each other over here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, in a civilised manner. In a civilised manner, yeah. That's what another thing that made me laugh about the film is when he um, fired off that uh, is it RPG, that grenade yeah. thing, it, it, out of that old couple's uh, front room window. You think, Christ, it's going to have... Uh, yeah, I suppose the, the backwash from that, or whatever they call it, would have uh, cooked everyone. Certainly all those birds in the cage, <laughs> they wouldn't have gone hungry for a couple it of days. It would have required a little bit of redecoration, yes. Yeah. Uh, he fired that RPG out at the corrupt police officers to stop his car. Yeah. Did you notice how he was outside immediately? Yeah, I was just going to say that. I mean, how quick did he get outside from in the upstairs flat? He did, yes, yeah. One minute he fired it, next minute he's walking across the street looking very cool, calm and collected. Yeah, and don't forget he's an ex-CIA agent, sort of alcoholic. Jason Bourne jumping out the window or something or other. Yeah. Something else that occurred to me as I was watching the film, I mean, generally I did enjoy the film, but you never saw another black person. How was he not spotted? Exactly. He was the most inconspicuous <laughs> conspicuous person. Sorry, but, you know, when he was trying to uh, sort of track down the, the the people, you know, he was sort of trying to look, uh, stand on a street corner with a pair of sunglasses and a baseball cap on. But he was at least a foot taller than everyone else. And like I said he was black, so <laughs> he would have stood out like a bloody sore thumb, I should have think. Well, there you have it. But it's... That- and if he was bleeding as much as he was every time he went into the water, how on earth didn't he die? Yeah. Well, I couldn't work that out. Was that supposed to be some sort of dream he was having, or was he physically jumping in the water to wash himself? I thought that was some sort of purification and memory of the girl because of her swimming. Oh, right. He was okay. actually doing it, I thought. But I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe uh, he did it once, and then they just show him repeating it because he was sort of reenacting it in his sort of... In his head. Possible? You okay. don't know. No. But, but, but funny but, at the end, where he's buying the guns, there it seems to be a mother and child are selling it all to him. Yes, yeah, Christ, they're all laid out on a bench, didn't they? And God blimey. Yeah, I think it is quite... Surprisingly enough, you probably could, if... You knew the right contacts, probably get sort of most of that stuff out there. No, yeah. no problems at all. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I bet you could. But well, if you could buy them in what do they call it over there, Walmart? I'm bloody sure you can buy them out the back of a you know someone's car quite easily. But what did? Okay, so he's an ex CIA agent, right? Um, but this is like the Mexican sort of mafia. And so, you know, they're not going to be easy to get and stuff like that. No. He single-handedly got to the bottom of it and went through different people and, you know. But that was because the police were protecting them. Yeah, and uh, uh, he wasn't he wasn't living by the rules, Blue. He was making his own rules. Yeah, I, I mean. painting his masterpiece. Sort of built... <laughs> Do that all on your own, in, shot up, injured. Um, no, I, that, that that was a bit sort of too much, I thought. That wasn't realistic. I, I did find it funny um, when he got that copper and he taped him to the bonnet of that car and... Gave him, him in, full of explosives. 
an enema that he won't forget. Yeah, yeah, I thought that quite funny. Um, but <laughs> I thought it was ironic that they were trying to point out that you know terrible things were happening out there, but only the people who were doing things wrong themselves could help it. So he was going on a vigilante spree because he could do it. The police officer that was helping him was blatantly breaching confidentiality rules and everything. And then they show him at the end, spoiler alert, killing the guy. Mm. It's not a case of, you know, you can do this properly. It's all more or less a case of you've got to be breaking the rules to to achieve anything. Well, if it's as lawless as they say, as this film said, uh, then you'd have to. You've got to fight fire with fire to some extent, haven't you? Yeah, but the, the, the policeman that was helping him out wasn't out helping him out directly. He was helping out the woman, the uh, reporter, reporter, yeah, who was trying to fight against child sort of abduction in Mexico, wasn't she? She was trying to sort of stop it. Yeah, she was trying to expose it all, wasn't she? So he was helping her <clears throat> in the hope that um, John. Mr. Denzel Washington was going to sort of bring it to the sort of table. I thought he was yeah. helping her because he was sleeping with her. Uh, yeah, that, that might have been some of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, friends, imagine fr- having to ensure... Friends, friends with benefits. For, yeah. <laughs> imagine having to ensure, yeah, take out a ki- anti-kidnap insurance, for God's sake. Well, <laughs> that they will kidnap you then, doesn't it? Yeah. If there's a thing that's common out there and everyone's doing it and they're still kidnapping, it's not stopping anything from happening, is it? Yeah, no, but if you take, just... I suppose if you take an insurance and they do get kidnapped, then the insurance costs up and pays the ransom instead of you having to pay the ransom. <laughs> yeah. But then surely the people like take giving the insurances out are the people that are sort of arranging the kidnappings. Well, that's yeah. kind of what it suggested, wasn't it? That that's he took right. the insurance out and then organise a kidnapping of his own daughter. Yeah, well, that's what he did in this film, wasn't it? Yeah, to to uh, keep yeah. the money. And, and uh, apparently, it does go on a bit. But the the two characters in the book in the film, um, Danielle and uh, 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 I can't pronounce the second name. The, the Ramos. Well, no, it's the it's the the man that the, the uh, fictitious well the character that the voice. And you know his uh, his brother, who um, Denzel Washington yeah. shot his fingers off, uh, and what have you. They're based on real characters, and they were um, known or known as the ear loppers in Mexico yeah, a few years ago because they did abduct uh, a lot of people, particularly children. And uh, apparently, chopping their ear off was the first thing that they did to make let people know that this that, that it was real and they meant business and they became known as the ear loppers. I think they've both been uh, caught or shot or whatever now. But, uh, it does seem a, a very, very violent place, especially now you've got the drugs sort of cartels running in involvement as well. It just, I've watched um, Sicario and Sicario 2 the, the last couple of nights and it just does not seem a peaceful place. No, it doesn't. It seems like a sort of place where you know, you, you only want to shake your fist at someone in the car. Next thing you know, you get your bloody head chopped off or something rather. Yeah, but I suppose in some ways they're putting them sort of their heads to sort of trying to how they make money because I suppose there isn't great no, employment out there, is there? No, well, no. It just seems that corruption is destroying any form of employment they've got. 
Yeah, well, I imagine the police ain't paid that much to do their jobs, and I suppose if they're giving a bung here and there sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, how it sort of works, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, money makes the world go round. Uh, uh, if depending on what depths you're prepared to go to get it, then uh, the world's your bloody oyster, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But, uh, anyway. Anyway. Film. Yeah, well, I don't know what more I want to say about this film. I, would you would would you two recommend well, the it? Ending bit was a bit confusing. D- yeah, is he dead in the car? Is he? Just... He dies in the car. I get that bit, but then it talks about it. Sort of gives you a story as if it was a real life story. Yes, it does. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. I think that was just taken from the book, wasn't it, or, or something or other? But they made they did try to make it sound like it was a real story. I think that bit might have been sort of based on the sort of true story, wasn't it? Yeah. I suppose uh, quite a few parts of this, which, as fanciful as they may seem, probably were based on real events and real characters that have cropped up in, in Mexico and what have you. But like you said, it's a bloody lawless place to, to live. I think, thank you, Lucky Stars, we don't live there. Yeah, but then there are some lovely places. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I suppose it's like most places. It's always sort of bad place, sort of places to go to. Are you trying to say, Blue, it depends which side of the river you're on? Oh, I was yeah. waiting for that. I thought, car. here I we go. I wasn't actually referring towards that, but, I mean, every sort of, you know, country's got a bit of an underworld network mm. somewhere, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. We should be such postcode snobs. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, okay. So, so yeah, but no. From obviously what you, the events that go on, sort of the news stuff that you see, and it's yeah, it, it is quite a, a high alert, stroke, dangerous place to live in in certain areas. Yeah. Yeah, no, we are so lucky over here because it's like, you know, the school all uh, in the film, the school, the, the, all the bodyguards are dropping the kids off and what have you. And but then in America, you you can send your kids to school with a bulletproof backpack. So Ooh. it's it's uh, we are so lucky over here. Yeah, but you know, we do don't, have, say- we don't right. have any of that those worries over here, do we? Do you want to say that just once more? What we are We're so lucky. lucky. Over here. We are lucky. We should thank our lucky stars. <laughs> All right, okay, I won't say it anymore. But, right, uh, okay. So, but, yeah, uh, a film to watch, yeah, I'd say I'd recommend it's a good watch. It's a good sort of entertaining, thrilling. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was that gory. I mean, you didn't see much blood and guts, did you? No, you didn't actually. Yeah, I mean, they, they talk about the bloke... Um, uh, having the um, bomb shoved off his backside, but you don't actually see him explode or or the aftermath of it, which which would have been which which is what I would have thought would have been gory. But uh, well, no, you don't actually. The bit off is probably the closest it gets, isn't it? Yeah, and then burning it with a cigarette lighter and what have you, and and uh... yeah. But then my attitude is people that have been involved with sort of child abduction. That's how they should end. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. I mean, what, what, you know, is anything, <coughs> anything to do with sort of um, either messing with children, abducting children, I think that's how you should end. Why should we pay 
for you to stay in HM uh, prison and you sort of have a nice cushy life watching TV afterwards. Mm. If it's proven fact that you've been involved with anything like that, put something cut your jacksy, bang, off you go. <laughs> okay. But, uh, um, cheap, that's a cheaper option. I mean, surely that can't be that much of an expensive option, could it? No. Yeah. Okay. Or, or knock you on the head. I don't know what to say to that. But... No. <laughs> knock you on the head, put you in with some pigs, and you just disappear. Christ, it's getting worse. <laughs> I feel sorry for the pigs, then. Well, yeah, but you're feeding the pigs in one way, and then sort of there's no trace of you, is there? Yeah, but you can't then feed those pigs onto the human food chain or their offspring, because so you, they're just going to be killed. Well, why not? What? Indirect cannibalism? Yeah, and all that sort of... Yeah, you don't worry about things like that. <laughs> glad, uh, glad you never got to make any damson jab that I had to worry about eating. Christ, what did, what did he put in this to get this taste? <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. <laughs> well, that's, that's going to be another year now, isn't it? Well, I've got a load of slows if you want them. But, um, but uh, anyway, back to this film. Uh, yeah, I'd recommend it. It's, you know, it's... Uh, it's um, yes, Denzel Washington. Uh, yeah, it's a good film. You gonna mark it? Yeah, I'll say I'll give it a seven. Mm, I uh, yeah. Oh, it comes to damsel thief. Oh, <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> but uh, but um, uh, I'll give it. I'll I'm gonna give it a five. Because the first half of the film was boring, the second half of the film was really good, so I'm giving it a five. Jesus. I'm going to split the difference. I thought it was a reasonably good film, that if you've got nothing else to watch, it's fine, but I just did not like the way they they shot it. It annoyed yeah. me, and at times it just sort of, why am I doing it? Why am I bothering to watch it? It just seemed to take and detract from the film. So Jeez, you two are so critical. You're getting a bit sort of, God, you're both getting a bit grumpy in your old old age. No, I'm just being more honest. I did think the first... All right, you need character building, but the character building went on and on and on. And um, it it was a long, old film as well, wasn't it? Two hours, 20 minutes. It could have been half an hour shorter and it would have been just right in my book. You know, not that I've made many films, but (laughs) if I did... Just one last sort of stupid point about the film. So they get the girl, the brothers goes back, and he goes over there as well. Why yeah. don't they just capture the girl again? Mm, Nothing's be... stopping them. They drive off in the same direction that she's going. Yeah, they do, don't they? It's a gentleman's word. Yes, because everybody, everybody involved in the kidnapping was a professional, so they, so they kept telling him. And, uh, a gentleman's word. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's um, Man on Fire, two thousand and four. Yeah, well, there you go. Now, um, I, feel, I just want to give one quick mention to, oh, to, to, to a friend. No, to uh, the last. Birth- is that a happy birthday to someone? No, no. Let me finish, Blue, <laughs> please, because you're you're making this more awkward. The, the last film we reviewed was uh, Notting Hill, wasn't it? And the director oh. Roger Mitchell um, passed away today, so uh, perhaps we should uh, oh. just oh, say. Oh, uh, and, and yep, yeah, okay, that's, and also Boise. 
Oh yeah, he yeah. he's gone this uh, this past week, and uh, Jimmy Greaves. Well, surprised you know Boise is, but um... oh, of course I know Boise is uh, to watch that <laughs> bloody program, didn't we? What's it called? Uh, yeah, and Jimmy Greaves. So yeah, so we've had some sort of quite some some greats. Yeah, have, have gone passed Except away this week. this week. Yeah, so um, well, and the chap that uh, wrote the music to. Um, who wants to be a millionaire? He passed away this week quite young, didn't he? Did but, uh, Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, last week, was it last week or the week before, Sarah Harding from Girls Aloud uh, sadly passed away. She's quite very young. Mm. But, uh, yeah, all these uh, uh, well-known people. But uh, no. what, about, what about the uh, changing the subject to something much lighter? Did you watch the tennis? Was it last weekend? Yes. Yeah. Was it the weekend before, wasn't it? It was the weekend before, yeah. Yeah. Yes, very, very... Um, Worthy watch that was. Oh, it was, wasn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't often watch tennis, but that was sort of. No, was not, neither do I actually. Quite excitable when you sort of see her getting into the final, being having to go through qualifying and not dropping a set. Yeah. From... I thought that was quite amazing the fact that she's the first person from qualifying to win. To win it, yeah. To, uh, to win a Grand Slam, not not yeah. just win that one, any of them. But, I mean. Uh, uh, We're talking about Emma Rad Rad Rad. Oh, what's her Radicardo. name? Radicardo. That's right. Yeah. And sort of also, I thought it was sort of quite when she sort of slipped and cut her knee, and it wasn't her. She didn't stop. She was sort of told to sort of stop for a sort of a, get it sort of patched up. Medical. Yeah, yeah. And but then you saw the other sort of player. She was really ragging the sort of the referee or whatever official. Yeah, she official, was. Yeah. Saying this is unfair. Blah 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 blah. But they both played their socks off, didn't they? It was a good oh, old yeah, game of tennis, wasn't it? She was uh, definitely... Uh, I mean, because Eros actually was born in Canada, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, born in Canada. Um, did she move to uh, to, to uh, London when she was about two, I think, wasn't she, or whatever? She got dual nationalities, I think, anyway, because uh, isn't it Poland? Pol- a Polish dad... Um, I can't remember where, where where her mother comes from, but she must be, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, whoever her agent is. Uh, she must be a dream ticket because she, you know, young, uh, you know, very attractive, and speaks uh, Mandarin and and uh, yeah. you know, obviously English. She must be, you know, going to be absolutely breaking it in. And well, good luck to her because you know to get to well, the top. I, I think the good luck is. I think they need to leave her alone a bit. She is yes. still young. Yes, only just 18, not 90. Yeah, because uh, we get so many uh, British players that come through on the on the cusp of being, you know, good players, and then we sort of bloody hound them into the ground like we do footballers half the time and what have you. Mm. But, uh, but no, just I hope... Just on her A-levels. I mean, the fact that she completed her A-levels speaks that she knows that she seems to be a sensible person. Yeah, yeah. She always seems uh, quite nice when when you hear her interview and that sort of thing. So uh, yeah, no, good luck to her. You know, to all that's uh, going to come her way, especially the way she was treated quite badly by some, wasn't she? After Wimbledon, the way she um, she uh, sort of left Wimbledon, where, where they said it, you know, got too much for her or, or what I can't remember what it was. But uh, no, to bounce back from that and and what have you, no, good luck to her. And so, and also doing it when her parents were not even allowed to go over and watch. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's quite yeah. sort of alone out there, wasn't she? Other than yeah, the, the sort out of there alone for a long time. 
yeah, no, good. Uh, well done to her. She, she's uh, well, sports personality of the year. I think she should get. There you go. Very probably. Oh but, no, that'd be something like Lewis Hamilton, wouldn't it? No, it bloody won't. For Christ's sake. Yeah, you know, bloody be, Lewis Hamilton, or it'd be. Well, know. having said that, I was having this uh, conversation with um, a friend Andy the other day, and it, uh, um, I won't tell you exactly what he said, but um, there are so many other athletes, like some of the Paralympians, was it? Well, there's, you've got uh, James Peaty, he, he's not a Paralympian, he's the swimmer in the Olympics, and but then there's the um, Paralympian, the, the woman that's got... Um, story i think her surname is i can't remember her first name um 17 gold medals the all 17 medals or something the most uh you know decorated olympian in in british sporting history and and uh yeah. there's, well there's dozens of people these days aren't there and, and what have you yeah so uh well i i quite like sports personality of the year when it comes about i don't know about you two but uh, i quite enjoy watching that raheem sterling or uh Oh yeah, you've got the, some of the footballers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you've got um, Harry um, Harry Kane. Harry Kane, what, what's he going to get it for? I don't know, just being captain. Um, Bollocks. <laughs> Struth. Oh, God's sake, <laughs> Jack, Jack Grealish. You know, all, all these sort of people. Well, they've got to give it to winners. That's what I say. Difficult that's, that's everybody out of the England squad struck off. Well, no, because they got to the got to the final. Yeah, they, they got the, the second place is the first place loser. That's what Carl Fogarty used to say. That that was why you was never good as a as a, as a goalkeeper coach, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you was never good with sort of positive encouragement. <laughs> right, yeah, probably. But uh, but. Um, uh, any other pearls of wisdom from either of you? Uh, pearls of wisdom. Am I going to choose a film for next week? You have. And can right. you do it now so we're not texting on the I've night? Got, I've got two choices. Oh, here we go. Pushy, eh? There's, there's a classic of The Guns of Navarone, which is on Netflix at the moment. Right. Or Black Mass. Black Mass. Right. I've not heard of Black Mass. <coughs> Just give us a quick um, intro to Black Mass, Rob. From what I have seen about it, it's the one of the mafia killers turning coat and working for the police. Apparently, both not a true story. I think. Um, I am leaning towards Black Mass. We'll okay. go. For that. We'll go for that then. Yeah, Black Mass. Okay. What Adam says goes. But uh, are you watching? You said you're not watching much TV. Is there, are, are either of you watching anything in particular at the moment? I, I watched a good thing. Um, who's it? And what's the name? Does uh, SAS and uh, oh, not much. Uh, Ant and Dick. No, no. He, he, he's got the beard. Does, does SAS? Let's um, SAS. What's the name? Training thing. I'm a celebrity. I can see him, but I cannot think what his name is. Well, he did. Look look at him. Look for him doing Everest. He did an Everest adventure, sort of on his own sort of stuff. Right. And right. a very good, worthy watch. 
Okay. Uh, you uh, may not like him, but it's sort of, you know, it's a bit of a, uh, an overview of sort of about him, um, other people sort of doing the Everest sort of climb and sort of reasons why and why they shouldn't. And it was a very good, it's been out a few years, but I thought it was a very good, worthy watch the other night. I watched it. Mm-hmm. I just you? the new season of Sex Education. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I find that funny, so. Uh, you you watched that in the past, haven't you, Billy? Yeah, yeah, I've watched, I've watched it in the past, but like I say, I haven't sort of watched much TV. Sort of yeah. Like, what am I yeah. watching in a minute? Well, Tilly and I went to the cinema and watched Aliens, um, which was really oh, yeah. good. And I am watching, at the moment, uh, working my way through Squid Games. Have you seen that on Netflix? I've seen it advertised. Yeah, so it's the Korean pro. It's actually, uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, actually. It's, uh, it's uh, where, if you were to watch it, the first half of the first episode, which is an hour long, is, uh, that's all character development. So I'd shimmy through that until it's, until they actually get the cards to the invite to the game. And then, and then it starts to get interesting. It's, uh, yeah, no, really, really enjoying it. Oh, bear that in mind. Yeah, I'll bet that mine's on the back of a fag packet or some of that. <laughs> and uh, Below Decks is quite good. Star Trek Below Decks, that's still quite funny. Uh, that, yeah, uh, that'd be on the other side. That's on Amazon. But uh, <laughs> I've never seen it in Star Trek before, but they had two, um, like, uh, yetis, where gorillas with with uh, horns, um no, I shan't spoil it any more than that. But, but uh, it was very funny, and it was something I've never seen before on Star Trek, cartoon or otherwise. It was very funny. All but, right. uh, but okay. um, yeah. yeah, that episode's worth watching. But um, yeah, I'm not well. Sue's working her way through Vera, and is it Silent Witness and and uh, yeah, Vigil. Vigil. That's right. I've given up on that. I thought how. Interesting, can it be in a submarine for seven episodes? But there you go. It's quite slow, isn't it? Mm, yeah. It's quite slow burn. And, only, and having it only on a, on a Sunday night is a bit sort of... Surely, if, if it would be better like Silent Witness, having it on a Sunday and a Monday or something. Yeah, get it over with a bit quick, yeah. 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 And but, also, um, being on a Sunday night, you, that means you can't watch Vera, can you? Because that's on Sunday nights as well. Mm. But then it's good to watch Vigil... And then watch Vera on catch up because then you ain't got to watch the adverts. The adverts, yeah. But um, what was the other one that we uh, Bake Off started this week? Oh, that was quite entertaining. Picked all our ones, picked all our winners and losers, and one of our losers went in the first first week, so that's good. And uh, there you go. I don't think I've really watched anything else. I haven't watched the news. I haven't watched the weather forecast. Although I did hear a fact yesterday about September is on oh, average. Johnny! What? I think there's someone at the door. I, well, I can hear you from here. Yeah, I know you can hear me. I thought Let me see if there's someone at the door. Yes, there is someone at my door. Come, oh, come, come to collect some more damsons. Oh, <laughs> bear, with me. bear with me, callers. Kelly, <laughs> come on the door. Kelly, darling. 
Hold on, that's it. That's... Are you still there, callers? Still there. There should be some good stuff coming out on uh, Netflix and Prime soon, isn't it? Because The Witcher's coming up the next series and Wheel of Time's coming up. And I, when Tilly and I went to see uh, Aliens, they had a five-minute um, trailer for June and it looks oh. spectacular. I cannot wait for that. Yeah. What's that? Uh, there's a new film coming out June, uh, somewhere in October, isn't it? And... Uh, mm. It looks spectacular. Really does look good. It's only half the film, though, isn't it? It's half the book or something, isn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. I can't wait to see it. But, um, yeah, no, I'm thoroughly looking forward to that. Hopefully, I think think I've got some... uh, We'll have to go... Well, if you want to go, I've got some of those tickets that we had before where you get a high price or whatever. But I'm definitely booking myself up for that. What else was there that Tilly was... Mad to go and watch Halloween 15 or something or other. I don't know. But uh, no, there's uh, James Bond is out soon as well. That'll be another uh, like to go and see. But uh, but I don't know how you are going to make any money out of me because I, th- I think I've got loads of those tickets to, to use up. So. But it'll be the minstrels you're buying to get the money from. No, bloody hell. Go to Tesco's, buy them, put them in my pocket or down my trousers or something. You taking food from somewhere else? I'm not paying three pound ninety five for a pound's worth of minstrels. Good God! <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Apart from that, there's nothing major, major to shout about this neck of the woods. So, what what was the film again for next week? Black Mass. Black Mass. Right. So, uh, yeah, Black Mass. It is next week. All right. right. Then. I'll uh, press stop. Oh, uh, oh, we talk about it next week. About going out for curry, but it's got to be a certain date in uh, towards the end of October. Okay, and and uh, I'll tell you why next week. All right then. Uh, okay, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna press stop and black mass next week. Okay, yeah. Let's go again. Have a good week. Cheers. 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 Bye. Bye. Cheers. Right, that was our look at the 2004 film Man on Fire. Hope you liked what you heard. If you did, please take the time to rate and review us wherever you get your iTunes from. And if you want to get in touch, the email is back to the film 20 at gmail.com. You can probably also follow us on uh, uh, Instagram and that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, enjoy the show. Next week's show should be uh, Black Mass. Cheers. See you later. Bye.